there is possibly a COVID surcharge coming as businesses take steps towards reopening. A steakhouse in Missouri went viral on social media this week when a customer noticed an extra line tacked onto their bill, $2.19, on a bill of $43.85. It was a COVID surcharge. So there's a new fee that could be tacked onto your bill coming very soon. And they are simply going to call it a COVID surcharge. I'm wondering how you feel about this. Um, we're joined now on the line with our uh, guest who happens to be from the Canadian Federation of Independent uh, Businesses, Corinne, Corinne Pullman. Welcome to the show. Great. Thank you. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? I apologize yeah. if I did yeah, not. No, okay, it's, perfect. Uh, it's Corinne Pullman. You got it. Oh, Corinne Pullman. Okay, great. Um, so new numbers were released Friday, and they showed that retailers had their biggest sales plunge on record in March, and that's obviously something that was expected. But do you have any idea of the average uh, business revenue and how much it dropped during the pandemic? Yeah, so we've been doing surveys uh, on a weekly basis for the last 10 weeks to get a sense of who's open, who isn't, what sort of revenues have dropped. Um, and certainly there's very few who haven't seen any revenue drop. There are a few, probably about 10%, who have seen no revenue drop or increased. And you could probably imagine who those are. But the bulk of folks have seen probably 50% or more revenue drop um, since this all began. And that's pretty much all in all sectors. But you're going to particularly see it in sectors like retail, like uh, hospitality, restaurants, and so forth, like certain types of social services, you know. So those are all kind of the sectors that really have been hit hard by this. And as we slowly start to reopen here in the province, we have to follow some guidelines if you're reopening your business. What are you hearing from businesses about the increased costs they're incurring trying to adhere to these provincial safety guidelines? Yes, and it, uh, we're hearing more and more the concerns about the costs associated with opening up. Um, so it's certainly things like having to get yourself personal protective equipment, both for your staff, but also for your customers, um, making sure that you have the right, if you need to have the plexiglass set up, if you need to have the signage, if you need to make sure that there's hand sanitizer available, you need to make sure there are going to be probably certain restrictions around how many people can be in a changing room at once and making sure that they're sanitized every time. So there's going to be a lot of those things coming. And we know that a lot of business, small business owners in particular are, you know, looking now to stock up on those provisions. And one, they're not, they're, they're getting easier to get, but they're also getting more expensive, right? So these are extra costs at a time when their revenues are not very high and not likely to grow very quickly. So those are some of the things that I think they're facing. So how many businesses have you heard have been toying with the idea of introducing a COVID surcharge? So we haven't heard it very much at all. Uh, I've heard about it in some of the Western provinces who are a bit more advanced in terms of opening up than here in Ontario. I mean, I think for most small business owners, they don't really want to be surcharging. It's not really good for business. Um, but at the same time, if it's the only way you're going to be able to keep your business running, it might be something you have to think about. So I suspect most small business owners, at least, are going to do it very reluctantly, but as a, a means to make sure that everybody is safe and that they can get get their business back up to a point where it was once before. Corinne, do you think that uh, a COVID surcharge is more palatable than increasing the product cost? Well, I suppose a, a surcharge should be one that um, hopefully over time as your business improves, you could potentially eliminate, right? Um, so it may be something that's a bit different. Plus, I think it sort of puts on the table to the consumer that you are um, taking these measures in the effort to keep your staff and them safe. Um, but I suspect that many may also opt to potentially increase the pricing of their products uh, as a, in a different way, right? But 
remember, I mean, for a lot of these businesses, you know, they're not going to be able to bring in the throng that they once did. It's going to be much more staggered. If you're a hairdresser, for example, you're probably only going to have half the people coming in when the sort of they start to be able to reopen. So they really have to look at other ways that they can recoup some of those costs because they're coming from a revenue base of almost nil. And so mm-hmm. to get back to where they were, it's, it's going to take some time and patience for everybody. And you spoke about how they've been, you know, entertaining the idea of a COVID surcharge mainly out West right now. But if it if it works out there, then odds are we'll adopt it here. How would they determine the amount of a COVID surcharge? Would it be a flat fee or a percentage of, of the bill, like a tax? Well, I think that it's something that everybody, if they're even going to go there, and I really want to emphasize that I think for most small businesses, it's not what they want to do, and they're probably going to do everything they can to avoid that because it's not the most conducive to bringing people back into your business. But if you really have no other choice and it's something that's something that you really need to do, then I think it's going to be up to each individual business to figure out what might work best for them. Um, but ultimately, I don't think there's any sort of standard way of doing this. Plus, they have to make sure, of course, that they're you know not turning away their customers in the process of doing this and that they're very transparent about it. I was just going to bring that up because the last thing you want to do is shock someone with something on their bill that they weren't expecting. So transparency when it comes to a COVID-19 surcharge is definitely key. Absolutely, 100 uh, percent. Making people aware of I think most people are reasonable and if they're aware of it and they understand why, I think people will, you know, if, they, if it's a business they want to support. And I would you know, encourage everybody listening to this to think about supporting their local small businesses right now as much as they can if they're able to. Um, and so I, hopefully that will help sort of ease some of that shock value if it is something that even they're going to go down the road of doing. Well, Corinne, I'm going to find out how people feel about that right now. Opening up the phone lines at 416-870-6400. Would you be um, reluctant to pay a COVID-19 surtax or do you, or surcharge rather, or do you feel that it's just your part in helping out businesses survive the pandemic? I want to thank you for your time, Corinne. Thank you very much. Corinne Pullman is Senior VP of National Affairs for the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses. And now it's over to you, the 640 Toronto listener. I think, I assumed that we'd already be paying something like this. I don't know uh, about you, but I figured either we are going to be paying for extra sanitation, uh, the plexiglass screens that have to come into restaurants and businesses, uh, the I- increased uh, PPE that they have to acquire. I figured we'd be paying for it anyway. And I don't mind. I kind of like the idea of a COVID surcharge rather than them increasing their cost. And then the threat is, or you know, the risk is, that the cost on, on their product doesn't ever go down. So when, when times are good again. Um, and I certainly... I get it. It's hard to navigate uh, doing business in this uh, pandemic. But Eric in Toronto, how do you feel about the idea of a COVID surcharge? Would you pay it if you knew it was on your bill? Well, Kelly, yes, I would. It depends, though. I think really it's how it's marketed. Like if it's called a cover charge or a surcharge, I'd probably complain and bicker about it. But if it's, you know, called a sterilization fee or something, then I'd happily pay it and not even think twice. So it's all it's all semantics. It's all words for you. If you call it a COVID I mean, a surtax, marketer, but still. <laughs> okay. So you need it to be a sanitation fee, or something. It depends. Like if it's a really small business, yes. But if I'm, I don't know, going to a really big place or big restaurant and they're trying to charge me a a fee, I probably won't go. But a small business happily pay a little surcharge. Do you have to know 
that that is coming in advance of ordering. Like I call up my favorite restaurant and I say, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm ordering takeout. It's Indian. And uh, just because that's the first thing that came to mind and I love Indian food. I, uh, I call them and they say, hey, yeah, I just want you to know there will be a surcharge, a COVID-19 surcharge put on your bill. Would you still order? Would that make you happy yeah. that they told you in advance? It would make me happy, but like if they also just said, you know, the price is twenty three dollars instead of twenty two dollars, like I wouldn't like as long as I know the total price before I'm happy. If they show up at my door asking for more money, then I wouldn't be happy. Right. It's it's all in the way that they go about doing it. I appreciate the call. And Eric, we're all in this together. There's no two ways about it. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the show. I just assumed, you know, I haven't been looking at my bills. I don't know about you. I could have been overcharged through this whole COVID thing. I have not been looking really closely at my receipts like I normally do. So there might have been a surcharge on a bill here or there that I'm unaware of. But I, I just assumed we'd be paying for it somehow. No, why? It's the government. Well, the government put us under this pandemic. You know what? I know, but the, people, we are the government. Only, like, we, it's all our money. Oh, oh, yes, it is our money. And let the government yeah. pay for it. The people, we're getting hit. We're get, being asked to stay home. We're taking yeah. a hit and pay. Co- companies are going broke. Restaurants are going under. All of this stuff. It's all because you know that, that that there are more people die from the regular flu. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to be spewing weird well, facts right now. But I let's stick to your. You have a good. You have a valid argument in some cases here, Kevin. I see what you're saying. You're saying, look at everybody's struggling. Like maybe I'm just going to encapsulate this. Everybody's struggling. We're struggling. I might not be making the same amount of money as I was making yesterday. So why would I have to pay an extra COVID cost? Is that what you're getting at? You don't like that. I don't like it at all. It's unnecessary. If the the government wants them to enforce these extra, you know, plexiglass barriers that probably have so much infection on them after a while, anyhow, they're probably worse than not having anything there at all. That's not really true because they're disinfecting them. Okay. So, you you know, I, I get it, Kevin, and I hear you're frustrated. But I think, you know, the guidelines of having the plexiglass up, they're going to disinfect that on a regular basis. They're going to spray it down. There's, you know, a barrier between you and somebody that could breathe or cough on you. The whole idea is to get the droplets stuck to the barrier and the aerosols stuck to the barrier rather than, you know, it it coming in contact with you, possibly your nasal cavity and your mouth or eyes, right? I mean, when we want to keep people healthy. But I, I get the point of... Uh, Everybody is having problems now. We've all noticed uh, changes in the way we do things. You might be worried about your uh, income, your savings, your lack thereof savings, and then you look at the extra COVID costs and you're thinking, wait a minute, I'm incurring costs as well, so I don't want to pay the extra money. I just assumed we'd pay for it anyways because that's how business works. You know, usually when something uh, changes with regard to how business is being done, I expect as a customer, unfortunately, it's going to be tacked on in my bill somehow. And either I make the uh, decision to stay a customer or I leave. It's up to me. Hey, Leslie, welcome to the show. What are your thoughts on a COVID surcharge? Um, I think in ter- I think because they're trying to cover the costs and everything, right? So, um I think eventually the onus is going to be put on individuals themselves to have their own mask sanitizers and face masks because any cost that they're going to have to incur is going to be passed on to the customer eventually. Right now it's just an emergency and everybody's doing what they can in order to stay open. But mm-hmm. I think eventually it'll have to come down to the individual. It'll make more sense uh, financially and, and from an efficiency 
efficiency point of view because then you won't Yeah, but have- you, are you talking about the individual business? Yes, I'm talking about going forward. I think the yeah. onus needs to be on the individual to carry with them all the stuff they need if the government insists that we continue with the way we're going. You're talking um, about me, the customer. Yes, I'm talking about me, the customer, to everyone, as opposed right. to... Right, but the only problem with that is, like, I, I can't disinfect surfaces that I'm using. Like, it, that, to me, isn't you feasible, and so some of it ask, goes to sanitation. Ask, ask anybody who was a germaphobe before how they dealt yeah. with, uh, right? That's what we are going to become, if they insist. I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying they should. I'm just throwing mm-hmm. it out there like a canary in a coal mine. This sure. is what's going to have to happen. So it's up to the citizens listening, whether they want to do that or they want to get together and change the reality. But in the meantime, you see a COVID surcharge on your bill. Would you like to know up front that you're going to be charged? I've increased the cost on the things that I sell. Yeah. And I so, you're, so you're not doing the COVID. You're not doing the COVID surcharge. You've decided I'll just increase my product. See, that's what I assumed was happening already. Yes. And I mean, I can't even get materials for packaging my products right now. Because they, because they, they've been sold out, or somebody's hoarding them. Probably bigger corporations than me selling more of the same product that I'm selling are buying them in bulk, which they always do anyway. So, have you noticed when you go into the stores now that eggs are not sold in cartons? They actually have them in flats. I have noticed that, but I think that the superstore was no, no, no. I sell eggs. Okay. And I'm a small egg seller. I cannot get egg cartons even right back to the factories in China that produce them for the U.S. Most of our egg cartons are produced in in country by Domtar or affiliates of Domtar. They are sold hmm. out. And the big, huge egg uh, grading stations, they buy thousands at a time, obviously. I, some of them may have some stockpiles, maybe two weeks of reserves. They're gone now. So that's why they've gone to the, those flats are generally what restaurants get. And they're not selling the restaurants, so they probably have tons of those uh, bulk right. flats. And they have none of their retail flats left. So that's It's interesting. That. I'm happy that you called in because it's interesting to find out, you know, there's so many things that we take for granted, uh, you know, it, that, yeah. that we use on a regular basis. And we don't realize what it's like for people that are in those industries to yeah. acquire some of those products that are just second nature. I mean, I usually, I don't know if this can make you happy or not, but I usually buy eggs from a farm and I yeah. always bring back my egg well, cartons to them I because yeah, I figure. That's okay. what I do too, but I've cut it off. Um, I cut it off with the, the, the recycled cartons just because I'm playing to the lowest common denominator. I personally don't worry about it because I sanitize my stuff, but mm-hmm. I understand somebody else might. So I've played to the lowest common denominator. Not, I don't mean that as an insult, but I'm doing all of the precautions, or I did initially, just so I satisfy the most paranoid of customers. And again, I don't mean that as an insult. I just No, I not at all. Hey, listen, I think it's yeah. important to be slightly paranoid. We are in a pandemic, and we have to be careful. I appreciate your, your call, Leslie. It's been really no informative. Thank you. All right. Have a great day.